Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Eric Sassman. Of course, I got the legendary Disney dentist with me, Dr. Doug. And Doug, how you doing tonight? I am doing really good. I'm ready for the show. This show is going to be a fun one. I know we've been kind of joking around about uh, taking a step back from the parks and what we can talk about. And uh, we like to debate uh, when we're not live on this podcast about uh, not only Disney rides, but Disney movies. And so with my uh, film background. I do have a minor in film studies. That was a, a good college degree to get. But um, I, I love talking movies. And here in the future, we're going to kick it off with the first Star Wars Rogue One movie. We're going to start giving uh, some uh, reviews of Disney movies. And so we're just going to talk today about some of our favorites, Doug. Yeah, I'm really excited to run down our favorites, why we like them, kind of how they're in the parks and all that sort of stuff. Yep, and we want to hear from you too. Uh, I'm sure there's some that you're going to agree with, disagree with, so don't be afraid to post on our social media. Uh, You might like a movie, dislike a movie that we have named. But the way we're going to do it, Doug, is pretty simple. We're going to go back and forth with our favorite five animation, our favorite five live action, and then, of course, just uh, we'll just go with one Pixar for now. I'm sure we could go all day on some different Pixar, uh, maybe our, our favorite and least favorite of the Pixar movies, which always stirs such a debate when people hear my least favorite mm-hmm. Pixar movie. Uh, but how do you feel about that, going a little back and forth? I'm, I'm ready. So we start with five and work our way down to one? Yep, and, uh, let's, yep, okay. and let's start where uh, Walt Disney, I mean, he is the legendary animator, uh, and you know he—that's—that's that's how he began. Was in film animation. The first live-action animated film was done by him with Snow White. So let's start in the animation category, which uh, for our listeners we have said goes from the beginning to now. So it doesn't have to just be hand-drawn; it can be computer animated as well. So Doug, give me number five. What is your fifth animation film? All right, my number five is Hercules. It came out uh, in June of '97. And I did not see this until maybe five years ago when I watched it with my kids. And uh, it's hilarious. Hades might be one of the funniest Disney animation characters there is. He's, he's like the bad version of Genie from Aladdin. That Hades is hilarious. So that's one reason I like it. The soundtrack's really good. Granted, I think the soundtrack makes absolutely no sense because it's gospel music set in... Um, Hercules time from Greek mythology, so go figure. But uh, the gospel music's really neat. Um, the soundtrack is interwoven throughout the parks in a lot of different ways. Um, Wishes is essentially uh, you can go the distance is worked in there throughout the whole thing. So that's where Hercules comes in as my number five. How is that for review? 
that was, all the that, spots. that was really good because uh, I might let you know that uh, that we joked around before the show. Like, what if we uh, stumble upon each other's? And Hercules is on my list, but I'm I'm gonna oh. wait because it's a little bit up on my list. I'll start with my number five. But you're right. I'll get into Hercules in a minute because I love that movie. But my number five is Aladdin. Uh, which uh, I'm, you know, on every young boy, you know, every guy in their 30s right now loved Aladdin. Uh, that came out when uh, I was nine years old. Uh, I was kind of my first big experience in the Disney parks, meeting Aladdin, meeting Jafar. Uh, it all got tied in for me in an incredible way. Of course, uh, really good music and still one that I love to watch with the kids today. So big Aladdin fan and Robin Williams, of course, of course steals that show. Yeah, Robin Williams makes that movie. And, you know, I even mentioned, referenced the genie when I'm talking about Hercules. He's kind of the gold standard of that humorous, mm-hmm. impromptu type of character. And, um, yeah, the Aladdin in the park. What, where, where do you see Aladdin in the park these well, days? Well, you see Aladdin. Uh, it's in uh, uh, Dis- uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, the he's carpets. At, yep, the, the carpet ride. He's, he's there with Jasmine. It's, and uh, and um, the big news with that is she changed her wardrobe. So uh, Yeah. That that's been kind of big news over the parks the last uh, couple weeks. Yeah, he did have the musical at Disneyland in California Adventure, which I love. That was was hilarious. But uh, that went away. So if you want to see that, essentially the same show but scaled down just a little bit in the uh, production value, uh, the Cruise Line, the Fantasy has the Aladdin show, and Genie is hilarious in that. Yeah, that was, that was a, one of my favorite shows. I was kind of bummed it went away because we're about to go to California Adventure, but we'll check out the new Frozen show. But enough about the parks. What is your number fourth favorite animated Disney right. film? Number four is The Fox and the Hound. So The Fox and the Hound came out in 1981. So I didn't see it in the theater. I was only one when it came out. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember I had the old the record with the book, and you play the record, and you flip through the book. It beeped, and you had to turn the page. Kids nowadays will have no idea what that mm-hmm. even means. And uh, Well, a record, first of all. Um, but, yeah, Fox and the Hound is one of those that, you know how your kids want to read the same book every night for like two years straight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my every night for two years straight sort of thing. And I know it's a movie that makes everybody cry at some point. I was going to say, that's a really it's, emotional it's one. A tear, it's, like, it's like Pixar watched Fox and the Hound and went like, yep, that's what we got to do in every movie. Got to make them cry. But uh, So Fox and the Hound makes my list. I don't think it shows up in the parks at all, but uh, nope. it's a great Disney yeah, classic. It is. It is. I do enjoy it. It didn't make my list, but I do remember seeing that as a kid. I probably haven't seen that movie in about 20 years. But the uh, next one, my number four, is an oldie but goodie uh, coming back, uh, coming out in 1941 is Dumbo. Story of, you know, Dumbo, the young circus elephant that can fly. And uh, that's a, it's a great one for me because I loved it as a kid. And then in one of my film studies classes, we actually had to break down uh, how they created that film with the pan drawings and how they did the different layer elements. And it's uh, really above its time. It was really cool. So uh, being able to study that film and love it as a kid made it come back into my top five. Yeah, my so Dumbo's a good movie. I have recently had the conversation about um, Dumbo being drunk with a 10-year-old, though. Mm-hmm. So there's some adult themes intermixed in there that a 10-year-old picks up on. Um, so that's that's my only, like, ah, Dumbo. But uh, he's all over the park. Oh, I know. Still a great yeah. ride, you know, just um, revamped in Fantasyland. 
they got all basically half of Fantasyland is devoted to Dumbo's you know circus theme, and uh, the champagne bar on the Disney Dream uh, is called Pink, and it is Dumbo themed. Oh, cool! Because wow. all the bubbles, it's from the drunk scene. So, yeah, Dumbo gets drunk, and uh, now he has a bar. Yeah, I. Isn't that that's the progression of all Disney uh, fan uh-huh. favorites? I'm guessing. So, all right, Doug, what's your uh, number three? Number three, I have Big Hero Six, and we have a tie at number three. Tie at number three. All right, that is hilarious. So, yeah, it came out in November 2014. It was the first collaboration with Marvel mm-hmm. or Marvel, Marvel. Geez. Um, so that was really neat that the two studios worked together. Still, Disney Animation did it but they worked with Marvel Studios. And um, the best part about Big Hero 6, I think, is that uh, everybody asks, well, I didn't see Big Hero 1 through 5, so I don't know if I can go. No, that's not the best part. But um, I like the cast of characters. Oh, yeah. Um, lots of different personalities. It gave superheroes for my daughters to look up to as well. Um, it's not Lemon just guys. Go-Go. Yeah, Claire just loved Go-Go and Samantha loved Hunting Limited because they weren't just superheroes, but they were super intelligent too. And they're regular, they, you know, they were pretty super without the suits mm-hmm. and the outfits. And so that's one part that uh, Fred, I think Fred I is my favorite character. Fred's pretty awesome. He's special. I like T.J. Miller though. He could basically play any character and make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the cast was great in that movie. Soundtrack was really good. Yep. Um, Let's see, you even had uh, Immortals. That song is a great song. That song is um, play. My son will dance to it every single time he listens to it. Yeah, so who's that by? Fallout Boy? Yep. So, I mean, it kind of the whole package, even just like a Marvel movie, the, the scene at the end. Stanley has a cameo. Yeah, cameo. I mean, it was, it was really good. Really good movie. And it's coming into the parks, hopefully. There's been a lot of rumors hopefully. floating around, so... Yeah, you can meet Baymax, so he's there. But man, the through something else would be a pretty awesome. Yep. So, all right. Since uh, we tied at number three, uh, how about I just jump to my number two because it ties right. one earlier, and that is Hercules. I you've already talked about, so I won't go much into it. But it's just one that came out at the perfect time when uh, uh, I I can't think of how old I was, but I was. 97s so what am i 13 i would be 13 for it was just great age where i just love that hero character that i'm gonna do anything and everything to save the damsel in distress to do right um just a great film the music phenomenal see you're talking about liking the hero and here i was talking about liking hades and then pain and panic are hilarious too. oh yeah those guys are great but so i i guess i was more on the dark side on that one but and ah, danny devito as uh as yeah yeah there's there's a lot of jokes my kids don't get oh, there yep, too. Yep, you're right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, what's your uh, what's your number one, Doug? Or wait, no, you. I went I my number two, so number you got your number two. Yep. I'm gonna say Tangled. Oh, Tangled. There you go. That's so, a good one. It's uh, everybody thought it was gonna be a princess movie, but it turns out it's an action adventure film. I mean, it's not really a princess movie. It's uh, Rapunzel and Flynn. They're out, you know, trying to save the day and not get put in jail and rescue each other and all kinds of stuff and. They go to a, the Snuggly Duckling with ruffians, and it uh, has a little bit of everything, and uh, a really good soundtrack. This was a movie where Disney went and raided the uh, Broadway mm-hmm. stage to make up some of their cast and do their musical side of it. So excellent music. Um, I don't think it won the Academy for Best Song, but it was nominated. 
um, for Now I See the Light. And so all around, really good movie. Um, I'm excited to see the Tangled musical on the magic here in about a month. Yep. Really excited for that. My wife is a huge fan of Tangled, um, more so than I am. So she's pretty pumped about that. We all have um, a Tangled-themed T-shirt. Ooh. So I have a shirt that Those says... Those pictures uh, will be going on our oh, Twitter sh- and Facebook. Yeah, they, they will be. My shirt just says frying pans. Who knew? I like so, it. Yeah, that's that's, that's my shirt. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. No, that's that's a really good movie, one that I do enjoy. I, I Being a, a guy, I, I couldn't put Frozen or Tangled on my list. I, you know, I almost put... It's not a princess movie. I know, this but it's still... It's not I, really I do, a I watch it. I, I have, a, I have a, almost a five-year-old daughter. I mean, I do watch that movie quite a bit, so... Uh, you know, I've, before I even get to my number one, you know, I had to look at Frozen, had to look at Tangled. Zootopia is one that I, you know, have fallen in love with, and Wreck-It Ralph is another one. But my number one, we're going back to 1994, is The Lion King. The the movie that just, I mean, it was the number one movie that year. Mm-hmm. And it just was made tons of money. Uh, everyone loved it. And funny thing is, most of the Disney execs thought it would flop. They all thought Pocahontas would be the big one, not the Lion King. They didn't think people would really get it or enjoy it. And I, I just, I loved it. Loved Simba and and just the whole message uh, with it as a kid. The video game, I played that. Um, and it's still a movie that I can watch now. And now I watch the, uh, with my kids, I watch um, uh, the one on Disney Junior with uh, um, with uh, Simba's son. Oh, oh the Lion Guard. Lion Guard, yeah. So, <clears throat> even, even now, it's uh, I can talk to my kids about it. So, no, that was... That was, uh, I, I used to, when people would ask me what my favorite Disney movie is, for about a good 10, 20 years, I said The Lion King. So yeah. that is my I, number I one. I believe that. So what year did that come out? Where, I believe where it was, was 90, 94. 94. So that was after Little Mermaid, Beauty yep. and the Beast. Yep. And it was Aladdin Ala- before nope, after. Aladdin, Aladdin was before The Lion King. Before. And The Lion King beat all those. Yep. Was, and I think as you see those movies progress, Disney got more aggressive in their casting of well-known mm-hmm. actors and i think part of what made lion king so good is uh scar and simba jeremy young irons and jeremy uh, irons i mean Darth he was Vader space himself, james for a Arthur, while but, james james earl jones was there i mean the whole cast was mm-hmm. amazing actors and i think that's what really makes it go and then the music was another just spot on it just it it fit the theme of the movie at times, but then it was totally had nothing to do with Africa. Some other songs, they just fit the emotions of the movie and appealed to the audience. So that's a really good one. I can't argue with that oh, at all. Yeah. It's not on my list, but I can't argue with it. Well, what is your number one animated film? My number one is Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, and, it, was, uh, it was close. It was on my list. It had the five spot for a little while. So, so Wreck-It Ralph, I just, I don't know why I saw that movie and I just fell in love with it my wife just looks at me like you're weird but uh i like it it's got a little bit of everything it's got all the emotions that you need to have but Mm -hmm. yeah it's got action it's got good music um and ralph you know poor guy he's just doing his job and people hate him for it people tell him that they don't like him even though he's doing their job without his job things fell apart so I love all the cameos in that movie. That maybe have some yeah. of my favorite with you know Bowser and Sonic all of a sudden in that in that, that movie. Yeah, I 
I think I drew parallels between uh, poor Ralph, people tell him they don't like him because of his job. Every now and then I have somebody no sit one, down and say, no one I likes, don't like Dennis. No one likes like, Dennis. Well, nice to meet you too. I'll put something sharp in your mouth now. That was not a wise move. But, uh, you know, kind of the same same feeling. I'm not a bad guy. It's just, you know, a bad guy type of thing. That, yeah. So you, you are I, the Disney I connected dentist, with you, Ralph. So... Not, not on looks, just on job. Well, you know, not quite the same stature. Yeah. So, all, all right, well, well, those are our animated uh, top five, each of us, with a couple crossover. And we want to hear from you. What are your uh, favorite lists? What do you think of our list? Um, so we'll be putting that on uh, our social media. But next up is a category that was even more difficult for me going through uh, my my list. It, it took a while to trim down because there's a lot of live action Disney films that I had forgotten were even Disney films. I know we yeah. were just joking around in the show a couple uh, beforehand. Um, so this list was a little bit harder. I'm excited to talk to you about it. But um, what there you was think? years they cranked out like six movies no, live yeah. action back in the 50s and 60s, and whew, a lot to look at. Yep, that I I yeah, I agree. I'm just looking at my list now because I was like, well, if Doug says that, I can put this. But I think I'm pretty pretty solid on my five. Um, uh, Doug, do you want to start this one off though? Um, sure. All right, number five for me is Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. Mm. So I believe that's the first one. I hope. Yeah, that's the first one. Uh, it came out in 2003. And it was a good movie. I remember going into it thinking like, oh, dear Lord, what did they do to the Pirates of the Caribbean? They're going to ruin the attraction after this movie comes out. And and it was a great movie. I, you know, I saw the commercials and trailers with Johnny Depp being weird. I was like, oh, man. But it was really good. It had it all. Um, kept you on the edge of your seat. The soundtrack's also good. That's something that, for me, the movie has to have a soundtrack. I think I mentioned that a few times mm-hmm, today. Yep. If the soundtrack's not there, I just can't stand it. I it like it's what keeps the movie flowing. Yep. And uh yeah, it was a really good movie and I'm okay with it being in the attraction. I'm okay with Johnny Depp showing up and hiding around and lurking. Well, and the new trailer just came out for the uh the fifth Pirates movie and looks like they're trying to go back to that, Yeah, that, that, to the original. I look more nightmare-inducing than the others, though. We'll, we'll see. See, now, okay, for me, just for you, I'm going to switch my four and five around because I don't want to go back to Pirates. But I also uh, love that movie. Uh, I, I walked into that theater on a matinee thinking, eh, I got nothing better to do. I walked out inspired. I loved uh, the movie through and through. Orlando Bloom, Johnny Depp, Kieran Knightley, who I may have had a big crush on back in the day. Awesome. Uh, it just, it was a, a well put together story that you didn't really see coming based on the trailers. That's what I love. And that's another movie that Michael Eisner has gone on record saying it's going to flop. Johnny Depp is ruining this movie. Fast forward. He's nominated for an Academy award. It's yeah. It just blew my mind. We actually saw it on our uh, one year anniversary trip. We went to Colorado and you know what? In the summer in Colorado, when the sun goes down, um, there's only so many options and so we were like oh let's go see a movie and so we saw a movie and then went out to dinner and we're like oh that was actually good yo ho yo ho a pirate's life for me really good movie i enjoy it and the sequels weren't as good but uh the uh, so good movies though. i enjoy i enjoyed them. i still I enjoy watch them when i run across them on like tbs or 
something like that. Or FX has them sometimes. Oh no, yeah, you 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 do definitely stop and we'll watch them, especially some of the sword fighting. I, I really mm-hmm. enjoy in those movies. Even uh, by the uh, fourth one, when they're fighting on top of carriages and everything, it just gets a a little unrealistic, a, a little uh, green screeny. Yes, uh, there were a couple bad green screen shots in that, coming from a film background. But uh, Doug, what about your number four in the live action? What is your fourth favorite um, film? I'm going with a film from 1993, Cool Runnings. Oh, I'm so glad you put that because that was that's on my uh, backup list. Good, great movie. That was it was great. It almost made me want to move to Jamaica to bobsled, which makes no sense. But uh, yeah, what? Jamaican bobsled team. How about them? One of John Candy's one of my favorite oh, roles yeah. he was in. It was. It's just a really good movie. Um, I remember watching it when I was, you know, thirteen years old, and thinking that's awesome. I want to be a bobsledder when I grow up. Granted, I am not, but uh, I have stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. Oh no, I love Cool Runnings. I actually love all the Disney sports uh, sports movies, and uh, Cool Runnings was kind of one of the ones that started that whole trend off. And I agree, it's a great film. It actually was almost in my number five spot. I flipped it. Uh, with the one I'm actually going to give you right now, uh, which we'll put at four, even though uh, is five, um, is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, that's on my list. Oh, good. That's that's a good a, one. It is. It that's is. Uh, and and we were at that age where that was uh, really fits with mm. you know probably how we viewed our parents and getting away. I just and and to think back of the the area in the studios. I love that area. My kids love that area. I'm actually a little bummed out uh, that it's being torn down as we speak. Uh, I know we joked around earlier about the film canister and things like that. Kids won't even know what that is anymore. No. But Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, uh, a great movie. The people forget was done by Disney. Yeah, and, you know, the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience attraction. I did that when I was a kid, yep. That was the... it was awesome. Like they have all the mice run through the crowd, and you just hear everybody screaming up front of you, like, "What? Is, what's going on?" And then you get hit by the little thing that feels like a mouse tail. Yeah, I got to ride the green screen, awesome. screen bug. I remember that. Yeah, that I that is yeah that movie. I was nine when that came out. So like when you're eight through ten, eleven, twelve, that's like the prime of your impressionable era. And yeah, I really enjoyed it and. Everybody honey, wanted to ride the Honey, around. I blew up the kid, and honey, we shrunk <laughs> ourselves, and all sorts of them. Yeah, the sequels got out of control, but uh, they're still good. But uh, honey, I shrunk the kids. I I have that a little further down my list. Okay, yeah. well, uh, I, well, we can go back to it then yeah. uh, again and talk about it a little bit more. But what what would be uh, next on your list? So are we at number three? Is that what we're yep. doing now? Number three. I have Newsies. Something I haven't seen. You have not seen Newsy, no. so it's a musical yep. um, set with uh, boys that distribute newspapers. They're Newsies. They sell the newspaper, and they go on strike, and there's lots of singing and dancing in New York City in you know, the 1920s, mm-hmm. 30s. I'm really bad at what date that was. It's been a little while since I've seen it, but my kids have watched it recently. We made sure they watched it before we went to uh, California because at California Adventure, there's a trolley. Yep, and, and I've, and I've seen the trolley. And they yep. do the show, and they're newsies. They have a song that's a couple songs from the movie, and then there's a song that's written just for California Adventure. And so you got newsy Mickey too. So I mean, that's a movie good enough that they created a whole Mickey Mouse for. 
in the yeah, park. So. I've, I've been wanting to see uh, see the stage show of it. I love seeing California. I got to see the movie too. So it's been on my list. I just yeah. haven't been able to get to it. Yeah, so that's number three for me. Well, number three for me, and, and I, I will we'll debate this one, I'm pretty sure, knowing you a little bit more, is uh, one that I watch once a year right around Christmas time, and that is The Muppets Christmas Carol. The best of the Christmas carols goes to the Muppets. Uh, how can you not like that? Michael Caine is Ebenezer Scrooge. It still makes me laugh to this day. Uh, I saw it in theaters when I was a kid, and I've watched it uh, about every year, and, and, and I'll watch it back with uh, A Christmas Story. So I'll watch those two movies uh, right before Christmas every single year. Yeah, Muppets. I You know, that's a good one. It's uh, I'll watch it if it's on, and I'm don't want to move I'll, I'll say that like it's on my tv and i'm on the couch i might watch it i'm not gonna put that on my list though Derek. Yeah, okay yeah, I've, but, i figure i know yep. you know in my honorable mention area i did have the muppets from 2011 i believe the jason Stegall, amy adams muppets great that was on film. my that that's a great film mention too. area we um, watched that one close. quite a bit the soundtrack's good. Actually, Claire was singing earlier, uh, it's a me party, because she was sitting by herself and nobody wanted to play with her. Mm-hmm. So she was singing that uh, me party song. So Muppets are good. I mean, it's not Treasure Island Muppets or Muppets in Space. So I'll give you that, Derek. Okay. I, I picked the best Those of the Muppet movies. And I still and the, like the Muppet vision at the studios. Like That is still yeah. a ride that or, uh, an attraction I love. And I like the fact that they added a restaurant that's going to yep. be Muppet-themed. I'm excited to see that in November. Um, so I like the Muppets. Maybe not top five Muppets, but yeah. And they added the Muppets of the Magic Kingdom with the uh, American oh, yeah. show. That just debuted. Um, so looking forward to watching that because um, I'm sure Sam Eagle has all kinds of good lines about how America is amazing and everybody else stinks. I'm sure he does. So you'll have to send us some uh, live tweets and yeah. updates with that one. Maybe periscope that. Sounds good. Well, what's your uh, what's your number two? That's where I have Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So that's where I'm riding an ant and uh, floating in a bowl of Cheerios and hoping to get re-enlarged by you know, a baseball randomly hitting my father's contraption. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. I, was, I can't think anything Rick uh, Moranis has done since then, too. You only... I think he's pretty much retired from acting, but that not not worth remembering anyway. Did yep. he do uh, facing face the ju- no something like that. Um, some of the little gi- little giants. There we go. I love yeah. that movie. I think he's actually been the 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 Wikipedia list of films. Some of the lesser known live action ones that you're like, oh, that was bad. That was bad. I think those were Rick Moranis films. After all the like, he was still under contract by Disney, so yep. he just kept doing really bad movies. Well, that happens when you get tied in those contracts. So uh, that's your number two, which uh, uh, was in my top five. So we did agree on that one. Uh, my number two will be, uh, it'll be interesting to see if you've seen it or even heard of it. Because I'm going to a, a category that I absolutely love. Uh, part of my degree and studies is in documentary filmmaking. So probably one of the best Disney documentaries is Waking Sleeping Beauty. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it though. I I watch it when I need to get inspired. Um, and and it uh tells the story of 
kind of the renaissance with creating Ariel and uh, Aladdin and uh, Lion King and even Pocahontas in there that, uh, you know, the renaissance, the second golden age of Disney animation and how that all came to be. And it's just, it's an amazing documentary. Uh, I highly recommend it. And like I said, I, I watch it when I need to get inspired for what I do professionally. I'll even watch uh, parts of it. It's all footage that was cut from them. I mean, you even see shots of like Tim Burton back before he was Tim Burton working on some uh, little animation stuff. So, And John Lasseter back when he was an employee before he got fired. Like that's how back far back you're going with mm. this. So really good documentary. Good. Yep, I, I highly recommend it for all Disney junkies. Um, and it yeah, it's, it's uh, less than 10 years old. So it's a good one. Need to track that down and watch it then. No, there you to. go. That does sound good. Yes, I need to watch that. It's it's a good one. So, what's your uh, what is out of all of the live action? What is your number one? And maybe even add the why. The why is probably explains a lot more about the, why this is my number one. This is definitely not the best movie ever made by Walt Disney Studios live action department. Definitely not even maybe one of their better movies. But I will say this movie when we were little. Um, we didn't have cable. That was fairly new. And we had some VHS tapes. And one of them that we had was this movie. And so we watched it a lot. And for some reason, I think my dad liked it. And we watched it together. And uh, I just forced my kids to watch it on our last cruise, which was questionable as we were sailing into a storm while on the movie they are in a storm and their shipwrecks. And I'm talking about Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so not the best movie ever, but it has a lot of nostalgia for me. Um, when I watched it when you're little, every kid wants to live in a treehouse, of course, so that was pretty cool. And uh, here they had like a zebra and an ostrich. And like these animals, if I would have watched it when I was older, I would have been like, how are all these animals on one island, first of all? It made no sense at all. When I rewatch it, it's like if. If I was doing like that YouTube channel, Cinema Sins, like you could pick Swiss Family Robinson apart for days. Um, but uh, it just brings back a lot of memories um, for me, and I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed having my kids watch it. So on the Disney Dream and Fantasy, they have on-demand videos and movies, and you like almost a hundred different things on demand. Swiss Family Robinson was one of them. So you push play, and then when you stop it, you can pick it right up at the same spot the next time it remembers. Um, so throughout the seven nights, we watched the whole movie. And of course, when their ship was wrecking, we were in thunder and lightning and pouring rain. And Samantha's like, Dad, I don't think this is very good parenting to have us watch this right now. So, yeah, it's not. But it's a good movie. Have you ever seen it, Derek? It's been 20 years. You know, think about it. Yeah. I saw it when I was really little and I can't really re I can remember parts of it. They ride ostriches. That's all you need to remember. I, I think that's one of the few scenes I do remember. I, I'm like you, though. I do remember uh, the treehouse and wanting to be in that. And it's part of a, uh, you know, Disney World still with the treehouse. Mm -hmm. Which is an attraction, even though it's my favorite live-action movie. It's totally skippable. Don't take my recommendation as you need to do the treehouse if you're just going to Disney one time. Okay. But uh, I remember doing the treehouse when I was little after watching the movie thinking it was awesome. But I'm pretty sure my parents were like, how many more stairs do we need to climb? So yeah, You're already walking 13 miles in the yeah, park. You don't so need to don't, add stairs to it. Nowadays, since 99.9% .9 of kids didn't even know it's a movie, I don't mm -hmm. know how necessary it is to do the treehouse. 
Well, your number one at least has an attraction. My number one does not have an attraction. Uh, The you know I love the Disney sports movies. Remember the Titans, Miracle, Mm -hmm. the greatest game ever played. Some movies that I own, I love to watch. But there is one sports movie. In fact, three of them that I have watched more than almost any movie in the history of movies, and that is The Mighty Ducks. I love The Mighty Ducks movies. Uh, my family's half Canadian, so we'd watch them all the time. I played hockey growing up, and, and I'm sad that there is no Mighty Ducks attraction, but it is. I can probably still put that movie in and quote it line for line, uh, all three of them. And, uh, but yeah, it was just one that my family and I, we watched every couple times a year. Uh, and yeah, being half Canadian, you kind of, it's kind of, it's part of your, you have to. So, uh, just love hockey and love the Mighty Ducks films. It, it is a great movie. I'd say it's probably the best Disney sports cause it's almost its own little branch. Disney sports movies like McFarlane and remember the Titans. Yeah. They, they do, the rookie was another really oh, good rookie. Disney yep, sports one. one. Angels in the outfield. Um, all kinds of good Disney sports, but I think Mighty Ducks is what kind of fueled it to grow, and uh, it's an amazing film. It does have a wing of a hotel, though, or resort. Yeah, the All-Star that, Sports. Uh, All-Star Sports yep. doesn't mean I'd sign up to stay there, but um, yeah, you get a, a big giant hockey mask that look, looks like a duck. It spawned a hockey team for Yeah, real. the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. So, so I'm. what other sports franchise can say that? Very true. Um, so, and it had Emilio Estevez. Wanna, yeah. Who, he was... uh, for years, I was called, uh, he was my celebrity doppelganger. I don't know if you can tell now I'm losing my hair. But, um, yeah, I, I used to get that all the time I'll as a kid. a little bit, People maybe. would call me Bombay as a kid. Oh, man. So, that, so those are it. Those are our top five live action. What do you think of our list? Uh, let us know what your favorite are. Um, if you think any of ours are really dumb or you agree, <laughs> we want to hear from you because I'm sure you have, uh, you, you can say some, cause neither of us did put remember the Titans and I have so many friends. That's a really good I one. Mean, we live in Nebraska and football country. Everyone loves remember the Titans. So yeah, um, we're going to get ridiculed now. Like well, they'll be quick to point out the dumb ones and the ones we forgot. So Go for it. Let us know. Yep, absolutely. And then uh, the the category we kind of looking at real quick is the acquisition by Disney, uh, the Pixar. Everyone's got a favorite uh, Pixar movie, and everyone's kind of got one they don't like. But uh, Pixar kind of was pretty big there, hitting them out of the park one by one. So uh, let's real quick uh, here at the end of the show, let's talk our favorite and least favorite Pixar films. Okay, I'll let you go first this time, Derek. I went first last time. Well, my favorite Pixar film uh, by far is The Incredibles. Love it, and uh, I watch it with my kids. Uh, it's just, and it's great because I watched that kid as a movie when I was in my twenties, and I loved it for the superhero. Now, as a parent with both a girl and a boy, I actually have different eyes when I watch it, and I see uh, I, I now rely or relate more with Mister Incredible. Uh, he's one of my favorite characters and I like his character arc and story a lot so that movie uh, hits me on so many levels that uh, I actually put it in my top about 10 movies of all time yeah I can't argue one bit Incredibles is amazing there's a uh, one scene where they're driving the, the camper through mm-hmm. the traffic on the interstate and Mr. and Mrs. Incredible are arguing 
Well, we listen to a lot of movies because they get played in our backseat, but you can't watch them while you're driving. So I hear them a lot. And Samantha figured out how to, like, skip back a little bit. So mm-hmm. she kept playing over and over them arguing about which exit to take. And, of course, Mr. Incredible was no, wrong. No, take us downtown. That was yeah. uptown. Yep. Yep. And so she just kept replaying that and laughing at us because we have that same argument. So that's how true to life yet superhero-y that movie is. It makes it really good. You live and- in... A- you live in Omaha. It's really easy being being someone who grew up in Omaha. It's easy to navigate there. It's super easy. It's just like one. It, it, yeah, we we have it pretty good traffic wise. Yeah, when we were in L.A., there was a lot of uh, arguing about exits and on ramps and commuter lanes. Yep. Uh, flying into LAX and driving to uh, Disneyland will warn you will be an all day event, even though your GPS <laughs> says four miles. So. Uh, yeah. There you go. So what about so, you? What's your favorite Pixar film? Well, I think Incredibles is actually my favorite, but I had a backup plan. Yep. So because I I thought you'd take it. So I went with Monsters Inc. Um, well, that's a good I one. think it's the funniest Pixar movie. I think it is just straight up humor, mm-hmm. but somehow they incorporate the emotional stuff with Boo, even though I think the first time I I saw the emotional side of it was when I watched it with Samantha when she was like two and a half. And I realized, like, she talked just like Boo. She acted just like Boo. It was like, oh, my gosh, they, did they record my daughter somehow, you know, in previous years? But it's, Boo was perfectly done. They actually had a little girl that did Boo. And, yep. Um, they yeah, just followed really her around. They, had, uh, they, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't bring her in the studio. They took a, a, a portable gear and just a, a boom operator would just follow her around all day. And just Picking catch up sound every, bites. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's why it's so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I remember at the time being amazed at the computer animation of all the hair. Oh yeah, no. I, because up until then, everything awesome. was plastic mm-hmm. looking in computer animation, and that's the first one where you're like, "Whoa, that's a lot of hair on that big purple and blue monster." You know, Mike Wazowski is what we were used to seeing in computer mm-hmm. animation, and then Pixar like one upped it with the hairy characters. So that was really neat to see too. No, there's I love that movie. Um, I'm glad you had a backup because I thought if you went Incredibles, I was gonna have to hit my backup with Toy Story. But you're right. I actually rewatched that the other day. It is kind of more plasticky than I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all the yeah. hair and stuff that's coming out, so you made a good point. Um, what about your least favorite? Everyone's got a Pixar film they don't like. Um, and it I'll let you stroke. go first again. Oh man! You go first. I have yep, to go first go. with mine. Um, the yep. ironic thing with mine is, it's a Brad Bird film, and I love Brad Bird. He did The Incredibles, but I do not like Ratatouille. I I just don't like the I, the whole concept. I I love to cook like that. Is, I always joke around. That's I'm going to retire and be a chef. I just don't like the mouse in the kitchen and the rat. I I just don't like the movie at all. Uh, I love the locations. I think the animation's great. I get the story. I just didn't enjoy it. Are you a Pat Oswald fan? I am. I oh. love his stand up okay. comedy. Oh sure, because if you didn't like him, I could see how you hate the movie too. Because you either love him or hate him. I think everything about you're... that movie I should like, except I didn't. This is interesting. I I thought it moved a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't love it. We don't own it. If that explains, I mean, we own like eighty percent of the movies. Oh, we uh, do too out there, and that's one of the couple Pixar we don't own. So that kind of shows you what we think of it. So um, yeah, Ratatouille. Yeah, 
And the soundtrack is um, what you would expect. Uh, does that make sense? Sure. Didn't do anything I special. I don't even remember it. It's just French background music, just stereotypical mm-hmm. French music. So what about yeah. you? What is the Pixar so, film that you don't like? Can I, can I throw two under the bus? Sure. I kind of was hoping you'd pick one of them, and then I could just say my backup. That's why I let you go first. I, I had a so, backup too, um, but I'll maybe, hear yours. Maybe one of these is your back. I, there's just two that I got to throw under the bus. And I think it's because there's not enough dialogue for my liking. I like to go to movies and hear people speak. Um, so oh, I know. Wally, okay, perfect. That was my backup. And then my other one is The Good Dinosaur. Um, oh, no. I did I enjoy that. I really like that. I couldn't take movie. Good Dinosaur. We don't own Good Dinosaur. Uh, it's yeah. We didn't even DVR it when it was on Stars. That's how little my kids like it. I just oh. oh no, I enjoyed that. I don't. We probably won't ever buy it, but I did enjoy that one. But no, I agree. Wall-E uh, was my least favorite Pixar film for a long time because there's no dialogue. It was really slow and it just, really I preachy. Get into it. Yep. Like, oh, I, I get yeah, the, I get it. I get the message. You can stop hitting me over the head with it. Like when the message becomes obtrusive to the storytelling. Yep. But it made That's, a ton of money. It, it was a huge hit for Pixar. Yeah, there must just have been nothing it, else to do that year. And the greatest thing is neither of us mentioned Cars 2, which is by far and away the it's the most hated movie, Pixar film. But it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, like, say I come into Cars 2 halfway through, I can watch a little bit of it, and the one-liners are at least going to make me laugh. Like, I will get there will be a, an audible laugh-out-loud moment or two. Where Wally, uh, you gotta have like emotional attachment to the characters before you can even like care about half of what's happening. Um, good dinosaur, uh, it's just I don't know. Maybe it's the biology major in me that the I, I get it. They would have evolved differently, but why humans wouldn't evolve like that? And how come they didn't have thumbs, yet they were farming? I don't... Who are they growing the corn for? They never ate any. What, You're looking too what much What is happening? Way. It made no sense at all. It was just dinosaur... I, who were they getting all the crops for? Was there a big dinosaur city somewhere we couldn't see? Because we never saw the city. Well, maybe it's tied in with Zootopia somehow, and we just didn't see the city uh, part of it. I don't know. You're trying too hard I to know. defend I, it. I am. I... It, I enjoyed that movie because my son loves dinosaurs, and I I had a great time. And sometimes this is the best way to watch movies, w- watching it through your kid's eyes. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple DreamWorks movies where I'm like, this is dumb. But my kids love it, and so I kind of enjoy it more watching them laugh at the really dumb jokes. And then them not picking up on the adult humor. The Good Dinosaur, when we saw it, we were watching through the credits, waiting for the end of the credit little snippet thing that pixar does um and samantha's like do we really have to wait for it and be bored longer so my kids were unimpressed with the good dinosaur i don't know i it was a flop for the whole family i guess but uh yeah we'll see what the future holds hopefully pixar doesn't have well they have cars three i mean that's in there that would be a gem i incredibles two yeah toy story four which, so, well, yep, and, yeah. Sequel, sequel, sequel. That's that's. You know, and then you there's have, like you don't a, have a good idea. Just keep redoing what you've done. I well. think the only new one on the dock is that uh, is it Day of the Dead? Yep, something like that. Um, so we'll see see what that one's like. Because 
you know, I liked Inside Out. That was kind of an original. It wasn't a sequel, and mm-hmm. but Good Dinosaur. It, when I come out of it, and I say the best part of it is the scenery, and it looks so real, like they almost should have just filmed the mountains instead of animating them at certain points. Like, why work so hard to animate it to make it look lifelike? Just film it. But you know, that was the neatest part of that movie for me was the scenery, the old Sawtooth Mountain. Oh, it was good. I you know what I loved loved visually. Uh, it's amazing watching that film and then watching Toy Story and see how far Pixar has really come and animation in general. I mean, we talked, we started this show with the original hand drawn animation, uh, going uh, glass plane and just taking picture by picture and turning it into uh, moving features and how it's incredible how long that took. And now fast forward and we're still taking all this time. Uh, but now using computers and the rendering of effects and just it, it's incredible what what we're able to be able to do uh, in the category of animation. Yeah, it's come a long ways and uh, it's definitely been enjoyable. I like watching them and it drives me nuts when people say, oh, I don't go to cartoons. Well, they're not cartoons. They're animation feature length films. The same. There, that's uh, words of wisdom by Doug right there. Everyone's allowed to watch. Everyone's allowed to watch Disney. You're never too old for a good Disney film. Uh, if that, if I guess that's one thing we can get across from this this whole episode is uh, keep watching them, keep enjoying them, uh, share them, and then let us know which ones you like and which ones you don't like. Of course, uh, we like stirring up topics, and uh, hopefully you had a little bit fun with us listening to our own opinions. Uh, today we get away from the parks a little bit, but you know every one of these movies somehow inspired something at the park pretty much uh, that's the whole reason why disney Walt Disney created the created the theme parks is he wanted his movies to be able to come to life. People wanted to meet the characters, and so it's all gone you know we look at pirates it's all gone full circle, and uh, that's the great thing about talking about disney movies yeah it's it's a lot of fun to talk about and debate what's better than the other and I really hope we get a lot of um, comments about uh, all the movies we left off our list yep so let us know what those are and uh, and down the road uh, especially with Star Wars Rogue One coming out in a few months uh, we'll be starting uh, Rope Drop Radio's uh, film review where Doug and I will just discuss for about five minutes what we thought our opinion of Disney movies are and maybe we'll do a a couple throwbacks to some that have already come out but be sure to be listening for our first big movie review which will be the day after Rogue One comes out yeah I'm I'm pretty sure I'll need some sleep that day because I'm pretty sure I'll be seeing it late at night but uh I doubt on the. I'll probably be too excited yeah too excited we gotta yeah we gotta record right away in fact we should just I'll Skype you in like live after the movie so you can hear the music in the background and we can do it. No, that'd be, that'd be, I don't even know how I do that, but that'd be a lot of fun. But, uh, this, this has been a good show. Hopefully you enjoyed it too. Uh, and maybe we'll be able to do more things like this. Yep. I think it'd be fun. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm Derek Sassman. Of course, we've got uh, Dr. Doug with us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook. Like us. Oh, wait. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And, of course, subscribe to this podcast. And go ahead and listen to some former episodes and let us know what you think. Thank you for listening to Rope Drop Radio.